Welcome to The Real 7 Show. As always, this podcast will be completely raw, unfiltered, and uncensored. Today I sit down and talk with Meg Ann. Meg is a social media influencer and a mentor in business from home. She is the epitome of a self-made success story and makes it her sole purpose to bring people who are awake together. So if this is something that you guys would like to listen to, then buckle up. Because here we go. Meg Ann um, on Instagram. My name is Freedom Chronicles. I am a work from home, stay at home mom in the lovely state of Vermont. Um, and, and that's me. That's what I do. Well, when you, so look, I, I, you and I kind of connected randomly somehow in the uh, Instagram metaverse of things. And uh, it was one of those things where I kind of saw a, a woman who has another way of creating streams of income for busy mothers which as you can tell today it's everybody's so busy they can barely find time to breathe so can we talk a little bit about kind of what you represent there how that started like what was your life like before that how is the the wellness box i believe it's called how has that whole thing kind of transformed your life let's talk a bit about that yeah so um i was introduced to the wellness box back in 2019 uh at that time i'll give you a little backstory of my house we were a family of five at the time my bonus son who is now 17 had not moved in with us yet um we were really struggling we lived in a free apartment that my in-laws owned my parents had to help us with food because philip worked 80 hours a week and we just couldn't get by vermont's a really expensive state um but it was not what I had envisioned being a parent would be like. It was nothing but struggle, um, financial struggle, relationship struggle. And it just, it all piled up. Um, and I, you know, I really wanted to help my family. Um, but with three babies under three and a half, putting them in daycare in Vermont, daycare on average is about $300 a week per child. Um, so I wouldn't even make that in an entire month to pay for one week of daycare for all three of them. Uh, it was just life, life wasn't fun. It was not fun. Um, I honestly, I started shopping here just for the products. I've ever since I had my first child in 2015, I've, you know, I've, I've been on the train of getting, getting a cleaner lifestyle. Um, and I was like, I'm already buying these things. I I really just want to give it a shot. Um, I had no, no intention of turning it into a business endeavor whatsoever, Um, When I knew there was a a business site associated with it, I was like, hey, it would be really cool if I could just get my order paid for every month, right? If I could just get my household necessities paid for, um, that was the goal at first. And it has, you know, I have since, I have to be be careful here with claims, um, but, you know, Philip is now home full time. He homeschools our children. Uh, We travel every month. Um, We have no debt whatsoever except our house. Um, And that's there, you know, so we can build credit and just keep that rolling. Um, But life is very, very different, Um, you know, and to have that happen through inflation when inflation just wrecked households um, (laughs) was, you know, was a blessing. It, it, It really, really helped us in every way, shape or form. 
and and why this particular company is there something about them that kind of called you to it like <laughs> what what is it about this this particular cuz look you can go anywhere I mean, I've spoken to you plenty. You're well articulated. You know what you're talking about. You're well researched. You're well read. You could sell anything. So yeah. why this particular company? Um, so this was actually my first ever and only business endeavor. Um, and I just really fell in love with the products. Like I again, I had no interest in a business at first, none whatsoever. I was like, I'm gonna get the products, I won't be involved in that shit. Um, but I love them, but where we were at in life, I was like, I'm literally going to have to cancel next month because I can't afford it. Um, and so I just tried it. I, I still love the products today. I absolutely love them. Do they carry everything? No, they don't. Um, so we do shop elsewhere for other supplies around our house, but, um, I mean, really it, it it's a deep rooted love of the products. I really love these products. Like my whole house is converted. I got all my laundry stuff right there. All of our hygiene stuff in the bathroom underneath my kitchen sink is all plant-based cleaners. Um, so that really solidified it for me that I just really like these products. And then um, at the time I had no idea it was an American based company. I had no idea, nor did I care. Um, and once inflation hit, they actually capped their inflation at 5%. They're like, we will never go above a 5%. They never even reached it. Um, they Their customer service is like ridiculous. Like they're on and off the phone in two minutes. And I was like, there's just something about this. Um, and I've just come to really love the company. I mean, I've met corporate. I have an amazing and very large team here. Um, and we're all like-minded women. Um, we do have a few men here and there, uh, but for the most part, it's stay-at-home moms just looking to change their life. Mm. Mm. So when it comes to this company, like well, what does it offer then that other companies don't? Because we're seeing the emergence of many, many companies that are, oh, yeah. what, how should I say this? Uh, anti-woke um and we're seeing yeah. a lot of them come but they're you know they're just not lasting so what is it about this company uh that kind of i guess is stand it seems to be standing the test of time how is this yeah. happening so it's a 38 year old company they're i mean they're older than Oof. i am yeah they've been around since what 85 85 um and and who are they sorry the wellness box They've been, okay. they've been in, in business since 1985. So they've and been around for a long, me. long time. Um, wow. And so I'll be honest, it never, you know, it never started as this anti-woke company, but it is, you know, the founder is very conservative, leaning, very patriotic, um, supports the military, or I should say donates to the military. They actually respond to a lot of natural disasters before our own government does. Uh, you know, an example would be the hurricane in Florida recently. Mm. Uh, not recently, but about a year ago, um, they were down there with generators and cleaning supplies and everything just packed up an entire plane and gone there. Um, they, you know, support police. They, they just, they're American made. So all through the pandemic, you know, we saw empty store shelves. They were empty. You know, laundry detergent was empty. Disinfectants were empty. Cosmetics were empty. And it was because of the supply chain issues. And they actually never suffered from that. They didn't run out of a single product except one, which was their plant-based disinfectant wipes. That yeah. was it out of the entire store. Damn. It's like, how how is it possible, though, to have a supply chain that is so bulletproof in times where even the 
dude, the major players were having a hard time. Yeah. So how is it? Because how are they the able major to players this? outsource everything for money reasons. It's cheaper mm. to outsource everything. Um, and in our company, for example, the only things they outsource is when I was actually explaining this to somebody the other day. So these are like hydrogel under eye masks, right? They came out as a trial. So they didn't make them. They were not made in the USA because it was a trial. Um, and now they're going to bring them back, right? Mm. But they only manufacture and distribute their own products. So they did a test run with somebody else making them, right? And now they know they're in high demand. So they buy all the machinery and then they start making it. So they make everything right in Idaho Falls. And this is something that we've been hoping, you know, the 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 big players in all of our countries that we would stop outsourcing fucking everything. And then we would be able to avoid all of this come natural disaster or that's a big problem we have in Canada, right? Is now with whatever's happening, I can guarantee you we are going to see gas prices that are absolutely fucking insane very soon gas in california right now is over eight dollars a gallon i honestly my husband is the one that fills up the car so i haven't even pumped i mean i pumped gas today i have no idea what i pumped i just put it in filled it up and walked in the store um but last time i checked it was over five dollars and what's what's the average there in the states like what what was it before i mean pre-pandemic it was like high twos so it's easily doubled. Oh, easily. easily doubled. Easily doubled. Yeah. Man, it's so crazy. And and like, I would just love to know what is it that they are claiming affects these things? Because if you look at like the price that we're paying per barrel, like it's just not the way gas works, right? Like we're not paying the amount that, that they're charging. Well, so somehow- we outsource all of our gas why are we getting gas from other countries when we yeah. literally were setting up to supply our own yeah. it doesn't make any sense i mean it makes perfect sense if you think about it but right yeah so literally <laughs> you know i i refer to the u.s a lot but you guys are included in this north america sector like they're just fucking us all they're all in cahoots. It is they're making it so the average North American cannot get by. I'm so sick of hearing, oh, the September report was 336,000 more jobs, but they're not talking about the 1.7 million part-time jobs that were lost and the hundreds of thousands of full-time jobs that were lost. Um, and then, oh, I don't go on Twitter a whole lot, but when I do, Joe Biden's face is always right. I don't even really follow anybody. Um, but it's we're so proud we've created so many jobs. And I'm like, what people getting a second and third one? Mm. Like it's no, ridiculous. It's, uh, it's all optics. Everything these days is just optics. They have to make it seem for the layman that everything is good. Don't worry, guys. We're still producing more of things. Everything's okay. You just keep working. You just keep paying your taxes like the good little citizen you are. And I'll make sure that everything is so they're just creating this illusion of everything's going to fucking be just great. Right. All you got to do is just keep working. Right. And it's yeah. And that's the problem, right? And this is why um, I'll be honest with you. When I first started seeing during the pandemic, um, a lot of the wellness box influencers, part of me was like, well, there's this group of people who all sound the fucking same. And I always question it like, okay, so like, 
is there like a ringleader? Is there like a, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like who is, yeah. is there like a higher up who just gives them the information? Cause this is like, at first I was like, this is corny as fuck because I had to vet people. And look, I've been doing this for 18 plus years. I'm one of the OGs of the quote unquote conspiracy when you actually, you know, back in the day when you actually had to be well-read, well-studied, well-articulated because people were like, oh, you're a fucking lunatic, right? And it's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Like, I, I have information for you. Try, like, yeah, I've studied this well. Everything that I'm going to say is factual. You can look it up right now, right? Before it was just like laser beams from the sky, bro. You know, and shit started getting real crazy. Um, So in the beginning, it was kind of like, what the fuck is this? But as you kind of grow, and for me, it's all who stands the test of time. And all of you have. And then you start to look into it more. And it's like, well, no, it's not that they all sound the same. It's the fact that they have this really well um, organized structure and they're leveraging social media the same way everyone else is. But the product that they're delivering is a much more sound product that is much more, you know, much better for it's not even comparable when you when you read the ingredients in these things and you start to compare it to the, you know, big corporate brands. So. What is the social media side? Because look, there's you and I both know there's a lot of speculation around what is it, Maluka or Manuka? What, what's the what's Mel the company? Yeah. Maluka. Yeah, there, there's some, and I kind of got privy to it during it. And I I messaged you directly and was like, uh, the fuck is this? And yeah. you were just like, no, 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 chill. Like, this is what it's about. This is what's being said, but of course, this is what it's about. And uh let, let's let's kind of debunk some shit right now because I just I think you guys need you know, more of a platform to be able to be like, this is fucking nonsense. What do you want to know? <clears throat> well, like, what are the, for instance, I guess it started with the, uh, there was, there was something to do with Ukraine, I believe donations to Yeah, Ukraine they donated got... first aid um, and just, it was all mostly first aid supplies. So it's not, they weren't funding Ukraine. They weren't right. giving money to the Ukrainian government. It was literally donations for people escaping into Poland. Um, you know, we know what's happening with Ukraine, obviously. Uh, yep. Some real shit did happen. A lot of it's nonsense. Uh, people did get hurt. And they, you know, we have a lot of people within the company that have done like hosting. Um, Ukraine is a big one that does hosting, right? I mean, you can host children from all over the world, every different country. Um, but you know, my enroller, for example, she's adopted two girls from Ukraine. Um, and so, you know, she's very, very, very tight with corporate and they just want to do things to help their people. Um, and when I say their people, I mean us, right. They, they do, they listen so well. Um, and at the time, these two girls were actually still in Ukraine because the government had completely shut down. Um, and so there wasn't anything they could do. They weren't going to go fund Ukraine. They weren't going to donate to Ukraine. Right. But they did help send first aid and supplies because that's some of the products they make. Sure. Yeah. I think uh, where it got blown out of proportion was, um, you know, people looking almost for any reason to like, I've noticed oh, that there's this, I mean, there's always going to be hate towards something. People have a reason to bitch about anything. Um, you know, like, I mean, even me, right. Young living is a, is a, one of the highest top MLMs, right. And that everybody knows about. And there was like this satanic book that was put out by top leaders. And like, everybody was going ham on young living as part of the say, satanic cult or whatever. It's just 
poor marketing. People just want to bring down whatever they can. And I've been in, you know, I've been doing this for four years. Sorry, I'm super fidgety, by the way. Like I can't sit still. Um, And that's all it is, is people want to hate on something. Um, And I, you know, they are what they are. People are people. It's the human condition. I don't personally play into it. If there's something I don't like, I'm like, hey, okay, let's evaluate this. Is it bad? Is it good? Like what's happening with it? Um, And I did dig, I did dig into that matter. And it wasn't they were funding Ukraine, they weren't doing anything that like, I would be like, whoa. Um, And I don't think I don't think it's a bad thing that they were supplying first aid to people. So right. Yeah. And that's what it was, right? Once you uh, once you kind of sent me the, um, the very particular you sent me a link, and I was able to like read exactly kind of what was happening. Yeah, they have an and entire that- foundation where they fund different things, right? They bought bulletproof vests for an entire police department. And, you know, it's it they have all the stuff listed on there for the natural disasters. Hurricane Katrina, um, when Puerto Rico got or not Puerto it was it Puerto Rico? Yeah, when Puerto Rico got slammed a few years ago, I think it was like four or five years ago, like they just they list out what they do, right? It, they're not plastering it on the news, but you can go in and see if you're donating to this foundation, they're yeah. telling you where your money's going. Yeah which is rare. I mean, that's not something that you find very often, right? People just take your money and there's zero transparency. So what I'm saying is, you know, even when I read that thing into Ukraine and it's like, well, hold on, they're just, look, there may be war and corruption and shit happening. And it's like, but there's a lot of fucking innocent people that suffer because of these decisions and that's who they're helping. And it's exactly what's happening right now. Yeah. Oh, dude. People want to debate that, like, <laughs> it's different. It's biblical. It's it's fucking corruption. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. And what we see is the same thing, right? Oh, news told me to be mad, so now I'm mad. It's like, cool, so have you been mad for the last 75 years of the conflict? Yeah. And I think this is where you and I really need to... This is where you and I agree so much on things, Um we're very alike in the in the manner that we don't just hop on the bandwagon just because it sounds you know oh this this will do great for likes and views this is good for the algorithm i know you know social media just as well as i do it's very easy to hop on the bandwagon but i mean first of all the followers that you gain aren't going to last because it's just it's for the trend they'll make sure they shut your shit down right after the trend but it's the morality of it it's the Dude, how could you possibly see everybody that you know is corrupt as fuck supporting something and you're like, I support that thing. It's like, dude, do you not fucking know better? Like, have we learned nothing? My motto, my motto, I mean, I don't know if you like in my reels and stuff, like I always have a different controversial t-shirt on. The first one I ever bought was question everything. Mm. And that is my motto in life. Um, anytime something is happening, you have to practice discernment. You have to wait. There has to be a waiting period because we get flooded with the shit that comes in, in the media and people want to say, well, it's from Twitter, Twitter. It's all the media, right? The pictures come from somewhere. Okay. They come from somewhere and they're not just random ass people uploading them. I'm sorry. Maybe sometimes, but the chances of that are slim. Um, and you have to evaluate what is happening you cannot i mean unless you see it with your own eyes very different right Mm -hmm. if you're standing in the middle of that you know that music festival and you know what happened exactly when it happened okay that's a little bit different but we're across the world okay we only know what pictures and videos are posted what 
the news is telling us. And for all of these people that claim to be so fucking awake, just hopping on this bandwagon of this Ben Shapiro said it. And don't get me wrong. I love a lot of Ben Shapiro shit. A lot of it. Um, but to tell people they're, you know, they're part of the problem when they're not picking sides. And by not picking sides, somebody is going to twist this, right? Somebody's going to see this and twist it. Does not mean you're pro-terrorist. Okay, I'm not talking about Hamas here. I'm talking about innocent lives. And yes, I know that there's a history between Israel and Palestine. But like innocent lives are innocent lives. Mm-hmm. And they're being wrecked on both sides. Yeah, and they absolutely are. And and my argument over the last you know couple of days, and, and look, man, I tried hard to just... Let it unfold because that's what I do. I see something happen. Yeah. I say, oh, joy. And I start making my popcorn, you know, and I just kind of sit there and I eat. You piece have by to. Piece. You ha- if you are any sort of awake, any level of awake, you cannot just make a snap decision. I'll admit I hopped on Twitter as soon as I heard and it was nothing but videos and propaganda and all of this shit um, and paratroopers coming down and, and all of these things. And half of them were debunked within 24 hours. Yeah. And then there's people saying, how come we didn't see this amount of footage out of Ukraine? Well, if you look back, we did actually. And then again, half of it was debunked. Yeah, there was that initial, they were using everything from clips from fucking star Wars. Like it was like video games and just to, paint a picture right like oh russia bad and it's like it seems like that anybody that goes against america seems to have these issues and uh, here's the thing that you know i think a lot of people forget and and look uh, i'm not telling anybody to hate their country because i feel like that's a really stupid thing to do but i need americans to realize that your country the people who run your country rather are the biggest fucking problem that the world has yeah, they 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 are corruption at its finest. The American government is, you know, th- this whole quote unquote freedom experiment. If you only knew, <laughs> if you yeah. only knew. Right. And and it's it's just really fucking sad to see that, you know, today I had a comment made and I should honestly pull up her Instagram to make her look like a fucking clown on this podcast. Your too. Stories, I read it. Yeah, it was insane. It's like, you know, I'm posting something about, uh, you know, peace. And how about we just kind of get back onto peace? And some lady who is um very lukewarm, misinformed Christian uh, seems to say, well, maybe you should call it the real 666 show. And I'm like, that is that is insanely stupid. I mean, you have you have managed to bring, you know, low IQ to, to new heights. So congratulations to you. Um but the fact that somebody would even say that, oh, well, peace, you know, like, let's let's try remembering this peace thing is like somehow satanic goes to show you how in 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 people's emotions they are. There's no discernment. That's it's the all point just of war, though. That is literally yeah. the point of war is to play off and pull on the heartstrings. And I mean, if you look at it, it's it's any agenda that's thrown at the people. Mm-hmm. It's all meant to pull on your heartstrings. It's all meant to uh bring out an emotional response mm. all of it 
Yeah. And they'll always use a very vulnerable part of the population. You guys remember over the last three years when they said, you're a granny killer, right? Yeah. And now the way to make you emotionally invested into yep. what's happening now is, oh, mothers and babies. And then, well, you know what? I, I hate to tell you guys, but in the matter of a couple of days, because it's spreading like wildfire, you're going to realize exactly who the reporter was that made these claims. And you're going to find out that they are false. And all of a sudden it's going to be like, but, but, but. You know, I stand with the current thing. And it's like, guys, we need to really remember the only way that war is going to happen is with all of us supporting it. And that's what's happened. Like, I'm fucking embarrassed for Ben Shapiro and Peterson for opening their mouths at all about this issue. Because, look, I think Ben Shapiro's a fucking dork. Okay. I think Jordan Peterson's a dork. Do they have a lot of good content and information? Absolutely. But why is it all the time when things matter, when it comes down to it, they always have these really shitty takes? And it makes you think, like, are these people paid off? It makes you wonder. Right? I'm not saying they are. I'm not claiming they are. But it's I'm a just question saying... we should all have, right? It's a question. Anybody gets called controlled op. I mean, I get called a Russian bot on Instagram every day. Like, really? Are you fucking serious? Okay. All right. What do you what do you think it is with, with with people and why do you think they're so easily manipulated, even though they claim to have seen the last three years and be, you know, awake to it? What what is it about them? So there's a lot of people that claim to be awake and have experienced the last three years, but they're still not. Um, and I think we we had voice message back and forth a little bit about this is we're all indoctrinated and the indoctrination runs deep. It runs deep. Um, there's topics that I'm still, you know, like I, I've been, they've been given to me, handed to me. And I'm just like, I don't know. That's not what I, that's not what I know. Right. It's not what I know. Um, you know, Philip, my husband is far faster down the rabbit hole than I am. Like he is way ahead of me. So he'll bring things up to me and I'm just like, what? You what? No, I don't, uh, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I am not there yet. Um, and inside of me, I have this like tugging, like, I don't even want to go there. Like, I don't even want to know if that never happened. Like I, it's nothing I even want to touch because like, I am not educated on it, but there are, there's just so much and everybody's at a different level. Uh, but I will say a majority of people just, they feel like they're waking up and they claim that they're awake, but they have no idea yet. Uh, and that's not to shit talk them. That's not to talk down upon them. Um, right. But we all have to recognize our actions, right? Like I said a couple of minutes ago, I hopped on Twitter to look at the feed. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, what's happening? And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, this this seems like exactly what happened in 2001 in 9-11. Like, yeah. I was in eighth grade when that happened I was I remember I was sitting in English class they sent us home and I was watching the news when I got home and my parents weren't home and I was like this doesn't seem right and I was so woke at the time by the way like very indoctrinated like women's rights like BLM I mean BLM wasn't a thing back then but like you know the whole liberal side that they teach in school but I was like something about this just doesn't seem right mm. um but I mean like you and I, right? We're we're on different levels. Also, I would say you're sure. probably further ahead than I am too. That's okay. It's a learning thing. Like you're never going to be fully awake till the day that you die. You're Ever. never going to be fully awake. Ever. Nobody is. Um, but that's why we need each other. Even if there's things that we yeah. don't agree on, 
right? It piques mm -hmm. curiosity. It makes you question. And if you can confidently answer that question and in agreement with your own opinion, okay, follow it. But if you're just going in line with it to just go with it, I don't know what to tell you. You're nothing, not, no, you're not close to awake at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so you said you were in eighth grade when 9-11 happened. Mm -hmm. So that makes you a 34, 35? Yep. Yeah, that's crazy because the same thing. I was in what the, either the seventh or eighth grade, and I remember <clears throat> this really weird dynamic. And this is actually what piqued my interest and, and started me on my journey of really questioning things. And it's funny you say nine eleven because no one else has ever said that other than myself. <clears throat> and what I mean by that is, I grew up in a uh, a very multicultural melting pot. Um, where I was the minority by a landslide. Um, and a lot of my friends were, you know, Muslims or Somalian or Albanians or, um, you know, Jamaicans. And what I thought was really crazy was, you know, we saw that at school, we hopped on the bus and I remember getting off the bus and outside was like, it was like some Silent Hill shit. Like it was just so quiet, like eerie, very eerie. And I remember going upstairs. The news is on. Even the house is, you know, very silent. And everyone's wondering what the fuck just happened, right? This is the first yeah. quote unquote terrorist attack. And I remember going over to my friend's house that, well, it, we used to have, it was four buildings um, that were all kind of side by side. And there used to be like a buzzer where you could buzz the code up to, and that's how I used to be like, hey, you know, so-and-so home. And I remember all of their parents answering the buzzer and being completely like, no, he's not coming outside right now. No, absolutely not. Nobody's, and it was like, wow. So simply because the people on the news are making it seem like y'all are the enemy, and you guys experienced that with it. Do you woke up this morning? Everything was fine. By the time you were done work and got home, you felt like somebody was going to kick your door in and like you, you're being assaulted and it was wild. And that's when I realized I'm like, Oh shit, this box in my living room that everybody's eyes are glued to has created fear and division to the point where these poor kids and their families don't even feel safe to come outside with me and I've known them my whole life. Yeah. It was this like that was like my my third eye had just blinked for its first time and was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> like, like you know, I started like dude, I got, I remember getting chills and all this shit started running through my head as a kid and then I'm like, "Well, my parents are working and when you look at their paycheck, there's all this money taken from it and you know, they can't be here to raise me. So the school does. But now they have every teacher in the school believing that terrorists attacked this and that we should just hate brown people. And it was like, fucking wow. And then since then, I've seen the same tactic get rolled over again and again and again and again. Yeah. And we're seeing it again right now. Right. So yeah. it's. <sighs> Where do you see us going from this moment now that a lot of the big influencers and the 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 big conservative speakers have kind of chosen a side that they kind of can't come back from where do you see us going from here i don't think it's going to matter because the like the majority agree with them and they're just they're they're not willing to wake up and i i this podcast is brought to you by our sponsor yorko 
All of us know how important our health is, and Yorco has your health as its top priority. From white pine tincture to give you that daily dose of high-quality vitamin C and boost the immune system, to all-natural healing salves and soaps for day-to-day use. Everything is all-natural, handcrafted, and 100% all-Canadian with zero harmful ingredients. We all know almost all store-bought products and over-the-counter medications are causing a world of problems for us and our families. So keep you and your family safe with all-natural herbal remedies from Yorco. Visit www.realyorco.com and enter the discount code 7SHOW for 10% off your purchase. That's www.realyorco.com and enter the discount code 7SHOW for 10% off of your purchase. Now back to the pod. You know, there's plenty of different scenarios. Maybe World War Three. Maybe this will happen. Um, I don't. I think life is just going to go on as normal. I well, think you, that you know, like I this don't. day of jihad with, that was supposed to happen that didn't happen was <laughs> like the Y2K of 2000, and people are like, okay, maybe, maybe we blew this out of proportion a little bit. Um, or maybe it's going to be like COVID, where everyone was scared, and then it's, oh, you were right. Oh, you were right. And maybe we see those top influencers like come down and be like, you know, we were wrong. Could happen, might not happen. I don't really think it matters. Mm. Yeah, part of me is. uh, Part of me feels like even if they do come out and apologize for their actions, it's like what you have asked for had potential to wipe out millions of people. And. I just I don't see these these Ben Shapiro's who sit in their big fucking mansions with their security team out front saying, well, you know what, guys, like we we need war. We need we we, we need to get rid of these people. And it's like, dude, you, you need to settle down because you and I both know that a bomb doesn't just pick and select who it affects. Right. When you drop it, shit happens. And we can't just turn, you know, look. End of the day, Palestinians have been a take a look at Israel and Palestine just just from the city perspective and be like, wow, like these people are legit drinking out of puddles to try to just drink. And now you got these people shutting off their water. And it's like, well, guys, if you're saying that you don't like women and children being affected, why the fuck are you condoning other women and children being affected? They're all human, man. We need to stop dehumanizing people because they fit into, you know, one category that you may not agree with. Like, when are we going to realize as a society like that all of this doesn't matter? You and I being woke or part of the, you know, at one point, the the freedom movement that is now this fucking embarrassment. Um, when are people going to just do, do you see people coming back to, to, to center to humanity? I don't know. I don't know how to answer that because I don't know, right? I feel like we were on such like a a good climb of the hill and so many people were like broadening their imagination and just being willing to question things. And then this happened and it was like fucking bam. Nope, you were wrong. So maybe, you know, maybe this is what we need. Maybe more people are going to come back from this and that's going to be a good thing. Uh, I tend to be more of a pessimistic than an optimistic, <laughs> as you can tell, but I am human, the human condition. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what will happen. I know what I want to happen. You know, I wish that everybody would just wake up to everything. But could you imagine living in a world where everyone was awake? What the fuck yeah. would that even look like? True, true. 
I just I I think we need to start with our with our own fucking government and get this shit handled because we you know in the United States we are the fucking problem. Our government is the fucking problem of the whole world. And you can say it's the best economy and we have the best military and all this shit, but we are literally funding every end of every fucking war. Every single fucking end. It's ridiculous. And then we're letting everybody in. Okay, my best friend lives in Canada. She can't fucking move here. She cannot. There is no way for her to legally move here. Unless she marries somebody here, she has to start a business with like a million dollar down payment or she has to come here on like like an engineering or a doctorate or, or some very high class job. There is no way for her to just move here. But you're going to let any single person in the southern border. So can she go fucking hang out in Mexico for six months and then move here? Like. It just it's. I feel we were once a great country and then and, and then I even tread lightly there. <laughs> right because it's all fucking show it is all a fucking show um and i just have to get this out the fucking trump fucking train is ridiculous mm. like this bullshit is so ridiculous that you are awake to biden and his corruption and like fucking trump is gonna come save the world <laughs> come on i get called a trump thumper every day and i'm like when do i even post about trump like no i don't talk negatively about him I do agree with a lot of what he says but just for the simple fact that people think one man is going to change everything when we can't even rise up collectively and fucking make it happen you are fucking insane you're insane nailed it there, nailed it there. dude i mean I, like Right. I saw you talking in your stories the other day about like, you know, nobody wants a civil war. Nobody wants us to have like nothing's you're not going to do anything. And it's true. And that's where, you know, the socialists, the liberals, the Democrats have an advantage on everyone is because they're willing to organize. Yeah, they're willing to indoctrinate your children. They're willing to do what the the, the people that just want to be left alone don't want to do. Hmm. Dude, that's a. Uh, I really think that we need to, to 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 speak on that because that is the core of the psychological war that is happening right now, and it's that. I'm gonna say our just for, you know, conversation's sake. Our side is always trying to do things in this imaginary fucking love and light way, as though. You know, you're going to take back what is yours by knocking on their door and speaking softly that you should, you know, you are not going to indoctrinate my children, right? You you can't just knock on the door and be like, hi, uh, can we have a talk? It needs to be kick the fucking door in and be like, yo, bitch, I'm going to warn you one time because this shotgun shell that I'm throwing at you right now is a lot faster after you indoctrinate my children, stay the fuck away from them. And it's that simple, right? That's, that's kind of, and I'm not telling anybody to go do that. I'm not inciting violence or anything. What I'm just saying is that is the, you need to be willing to have that in you. It's like being um, capable of great violence. Doesn't mean that I'm going to use it. It just means that should I have to go there, we could go there. Right. But the, the, the people that these insane people that we're, you know, constantly fighting against, and I use fighting loosely, um, 
they are willing to to do exactly what you said to organize and that is we have the biggest fucking problem with that because it's all ego on ours oh yeah and here's a perfect example of that you you homeschool yes of course yeah okay um so you and i homeschooling parents right sure the homeschooling community just wants to be left the fuck alone correct yeah facts we need to be involved in the public school system. We need to be going to board meetings. We need to be involved in local government. We like, and that's what I'm saying. We just want to be left alone, which is the perfect way to fucking live, right? I want to be left alone. Stay out of my house. Stay off of my yard. Just get out of there. Um, my my bonus son, when he moved in, he was a freshman in high school. Um, he went to the local high school. I had no say in that. Um, I was at every fucking board meeting all by myself all by myself, just fighting these tyrants um, until I found more lo local people to go with me. But like, we we have to stop this mentality of we just want to be left alone. Because while our family is presently being left alone, what's happening to other children is going to seep into the homeschooling community. Um, because, I mean, homeschooling laws can get stricter, right? They can take it away at any time. And if we're not paying attention and we're not fighting for what's happening in public schools, they're going to come for our kids at home. And how do you see that going for the better part of the West, for people to just think that they can knock on your door and say, hey, uh, you need to be indoctrinated by me? Like, do you feel like there's going to be more of an uprise when they start knocking mm -hmm. on doors and trying to force you into the system? I just don't see it happening. I think that that's a move that they know is the 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 kind of you pull that piece, the whole Jenga tower comes down. Yes, but if you look at everything that's happened, right, and how they creep in and they just they want to see how you react. Sure. And yeah. They creep in a little bit more. And, and, and what I fear that they're seeing is people getting loud, right, screaming and yelling, but not not putting it in action not doing things like I mean I don't want to run for office right I mean I can't run for office but if I could um right I would and I Wait, think wh we why, why not oh that's a whole rabbit hole so I'm a recovering drug addict <laughs> oh gotcha hey, um you. I've been sober for oh what day is today it is the 13th Friday the 13th my 10-year sobriety anniversary is tomorrow um hey but I, I lived a past that I am not proud of, but it made me who I sure. am today. Um, and so I have a criminal record that prohibits me from doing a lot of things. Damn. Well, hey, it is what it is, man. I'm fucking it proud is. of you for overcoming that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, I say party. And when I say party, I mean, right. But also people that just want to be fucking left alone. Um, and we are so in that mindset of just leave us alone and let us homeschool our kids and let us homestead and let us do all of these things. Um, but the left, right, they're weaseling their way into schools and they're teaching your kids that they can gender swap and they can, they're teaching kids how to hate their own countries and, and how to obey authority, but not parents. And um, they're, they're willing to do those things when we're just like, okay, we're going to stay over here in our little bubble um, and not do anything about it. And then they're running for office and they're taking over local government and they're doing all of these things. And there will come a day where if we remain silent enough, things are not going to go the way that we want them. And I think that's apparent in Canada. Right? Homeschooling yeah. like guidelines have gone like, I should say gone up, right? They're like getting super, super strict. 
um, you know, vaccine exemptions, for example, Vermont is the, the sister of California, you know, like there's no exemptions over there. They have taken away um, philosophical exemptions here. Every year it's on the table to take away religious exemptions. Um, and even in even California, it's it's a lot of, you know, homeschool co-ops and this and that. They want control of your children's medical decisions. And it is, it might not be, uh, you know, like running into a brick wall, but it is going to seep into places that we don't want it um, because we have such a mentality if we just want to be left alone. Maybe we, I say we, it's like a blanket statement, but a lot of people yeah, yeah, for sure. want to be left alone. I talk to people all the time. You're so outspoken and I love it. And I'm like, why aren't you? Mm. Oh, I could never do that. Why? Did why? Because your sister's going to judge you? No. Okay. And? <laughs> and what? Um, you know, we don't vaccinate our kids. My, my kids are all 100% vaccine free. They've never had an injection in their lives. Um, and my mom, who was born in the 50s, had every communicable disease as a child, Jake and Pox, measles, mom's rubella, all of them yep. live, yep. you know, oh, I stayed home for a day or two and then back to school, right? I mean, they, she had six siblings, we'd all get it at the same time, and then we'd be off. And I'm like, so why are you up my ass about vaccinating the kids? You're fine. Do you know anybody that died from those? Well, no. Okay. So why are you, you know, she's indoctrinated in the sense that you need these things, even though as a child, I got them. Man, it's fuck me. And this is, this is where I kind of, let's, let's actually back up a little bit with regards to the homeschooling and, you know, being left alone and the school system. I mean, what does that really do? in your eyes to sit there and, and even get involved in local governments and, uh, and, and get involved. Cause I mean, it's all a fucking controlled shit show anyway. Like in my eyes, it's kind of like, we just need a, 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 an entirely different system that nobody's really figured out yet. Yeah. Um, because well, it takes a lot. That would be the perfect end game, right? That would be the perfect next play. Sure. But what is it? Right. Yeah. What is it? How does that work? Um, I'm all for limited government. I think that government has to, I mean, we pay these fucking people hundreds of thousands of dollars to sit there and argue all day long. Yeah. Like really? Yeah. Like we should be giving government back to the States um, in the U S um, and, and, and going from there. Mm. Like this, it, the amount of control and it's so hard to touch on that because people are, most people are going through the school system, right? They're, mm. they're literally taught to like control. This is what you do. This is when you play for recess. This is when you eat lunch. This is your next class. This is what you have to do. And it's just like, it's robotic. Mm. And so that amount of control, even whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, makes people feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. But we've also, I mean, look at, look at home life. We, my grandma, right. Had a garden out back, made her all of her own food from scratch. Like we don't do that. I mean, we do, but like the most, the majority of the population doesn't do that anymore. They don't even know how to grow a flower. Yeah. No, you're right. You've never heard of a, I mean, now that I want to say it, I can't think of it, but like a, a tower garden, 
right? Mm. You can do things, you can be productive. Um, yeah, I learned how to change oil on a car when I was like nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know 40 year olds today that don't know how to change a tire or oil or anything. And that was all by design, the the illusion of convenience. And actually what you just said now, this is this is where my I guess this is kind of where I shine in a sense, but it's a cancer as much as it is a, a gift. Now that you've mentioned that, um I feel like now I'm I, just since you said that, I feel like now I gotta make some content on it because I find it valuable. The illusion of structure. I mean, where we're given this structure, you know, through elementary school, well, it starts with like preschool and then elementary school. And then your parents need to have, uh, you know, some sort of like a time structure in order to get you there to be structured. And then you come home and there has to be more structure or else it's it's deemed chaos if it's not. And it's kind of like I, I can see how structure can be effective. Um, you know, I'm one of those people who. Legit, I have not stopped until this podcast is done, right? Like I've I've literally been going since fucking 6.30 this morning. It's just every day for me is just a day of chaos. I own three businesses. We homeschool the kids. I got the chickens in the yard, four dogs at home. Got It's utter fucking chaos here. But, you know, I feel like without structure, it's kind of, it's odd, but then with it seems almost too much. You know what I mean? I got to kind of have in my schedule, I have to be able to just kind of like free flow through things in order to make them work. But like that makes me think with the way you phrase that is kind of like, well, how beneficial is structure really? Like, is it just another almost a, 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 a psyop to make us think that like you need this, you need this or your life is completely in fucking shambles. Well, now, though, they've pushed it so that is what we need, right? They, they're conditioning us to sit at a desk right. all day and go to work yeah. and, and get away from actual homemaking, which is making your own food, growing your own food, raising your own fowl, you know, raising your own meat. Um, it, it's because this, you know, we're an over-sexualized culture and, like, financially, we are just fucked. We don't, we're not taught about anything. We're not taught about anything when it comes to financial beings. Um, but, right, you have people that work 10 hours a day, right, because they need to buy all the food that they enjoy that's all chemically processed and all this and that. But nobody wants to think that if you supplied yourself right? Mm. Yeah, it takes a little bit of extra time to make your bread and do this, but you're not getting in all that shit. Um, you actually don't need to spend all of that money on the things that you want. Now, don't get me wrong. We order out a lot, like way more than I will ever admit, but um, we're getting back to a place where we're just like, we can grow a garden for pennies on the dollar by buying seeds or even getting seeds from produces we've bought locally. Um, and it's free, right? Mm. We have, we have rabbit poop. We have manure. Like we have all of the things to make this garden thrive. We have the land, we have birds. Like why not just do it? And it's because that indoctrination really got deep with everyone, everybody mm. who has an acre of more, even, even half an acre, you can raise animals. You can do that. But we've become so like anti anything for ourselves. 
Yeah. We're dependent on everything. Absolutely. You know, me and my wife have started this thing over the last like year or two because everybody thinks what we're doing is rocket science. It's like, wow, how is your freezer full of wild turkey and, you know, fresh caught fish and salmon that we just caught four of and, you know, one of the, the, the rivers near us during the salmon run? And how do you guys always have venison and, and grass fed beef? And they're like, I just don't have the money. And I'm like, to be honest with you. If you look at my grocery bill and your grocery bill, mine is probably 50 to 60% less than what you're paying. And it's just because we do everything on our own. And do you mm-hmm. know how we're able to do that? And I tell people all the time, and this is something I will harp on till the day I fucking die. The reason that my output is more than the individual who is asking is because we're not eating all that shit. My body is more capable because I'm not hindering its performance with chemicals. We don't have any fluoride in our toothpaste. And I tell people all the time, and this is something, you know what? You and I should probably get into this because this is invaluable to people. I know it seems like a giant task. I know it seems like a huge ask, but there are little micro changes that you can make slowly that will, you know, after a year, you're like, holy fuck, look how far I've come. Right. I didn't know anything about chickens three years ago, but they're the easiest thing I've ever had to care for. They eat all of my organic table scraps and give me the best eggs I've ever had. But you know how it started? It started with, well, I know fluoride's terrible. I know tetrafluorides are horrible. It's in my toothpaste. Let's find a better toothpaste. Boom. Toothpaste problem that's how solved. It started for me. That's that's exactly how it started for me. I got pregnant with my first and and Philip only had, I think, the MMR or something. He was born in France. Um, he has dual citizenship and he only had like one vaccine when he was little, he's like, okay, we're doing this. Like you have to look into well baby visits. And I was like, what the fuck is that? What is a well baby visit? And then, you know, it came together that that's when you bring your baby to the doctors for shots. Um, and so that was actually my first rabbit hole before I discovered fluoride toothpaste before any of the other (laughs) shit I was, I went to the excipients list on the CDC website and I started Googling every single ingredient in the first vaccine, uh, which was the hepatitis B. And then I went back to the vitamin K because they get that immediately. And I was like, holy shit. Oh my God. Like what? And then that's when it started with the fluoride and then, uh, my children all had lead toxicity because we were on city water. They didn't even consume it, um, but they bathed in it and they all had high levels of lead. And so it just, it all fueled little by little this healthier lifestyle. It was never an overnight change. And I think an overnight, like a massive overnight change is going to be toxic for anybody trying to improve their life in the sense of you get so consumed with, mm-hmm. oh my fucking God, what do I do next? Um, I think incremental is best. I'm using, you know, you're using fluoride toothpaste right now. Okay. Using it for another week's not, it's not going to fucking do anything more. It's not, you're, you're yeah. already fucked. <laughs> we'll get it out of your system. We'll detox it. Um, but doing increment, that's what I did, right? I started with cleanest. I actually, when I was nine months pregnant with my daughter, I had no idea about the harms of bleach, none whatsoever. Um, we had a little tiny bathroom. This is what prompted me shopping here with the wellness box. Um, we had one of those stand-up showers and my babies were upstairs. I had Case and all my kids are within three and a half years. Um, Case and 
Lila were playing in the bedroom. I shut the door because I didn't want them to smell the bleach because I knew it was strong. Um, and I scrubbed the shower and I couldn't breathe after I actually had to go to the hospital. I had burns all down my esophagus. Um, and it was just covering, like my body was trying to heal it by covering itself with phlegm and I could not breathe. It was terrible. And I was like, I will never use this shit again. So my next step was all the cleaners. I was like, I will never use nasty stuff in my house. I never would have been able to just, especially on a limited income, you can't just go throw away everything in your house and just switch it over. Like, where the fuck is that money going right. to come from? Right. You do it the next time you go shopping. The next time you go buy bread, go read the ingredients and get the one without the preservatives in it, right? The next time you go meat, look for the hormone-free one. I know that's a topic that they lie about all the time, but it's a start. Then the next time you go shopping for meat, you find an organic farmer or you go get your hunting license because it's hunting season, right? Yeah. There's incremental yeah. changes is going to be the best. And it actually is going to solidify your success because mm. you're not overwhelming yourself to the point where you just throw your hands up and you're like, I'm done. Absolutely. No, it's very well said. And that's where people need to start is with the the basics. And for everybody that's asking, oh, your hunting license, you know, kind of how do you get that? Like, look, I don't know how it is in the US, but in Canada, you can legit do it online. It's really not that hard. It's going to cost you all of like a hundred and maybe 120 bucks to get done. Maybe if that, and then you have it for, for a lifetime. No, no, everything's fine. And then, uh, you good. It's everything on my end seems crisp. It's perfect. No freezing, no nothing. Oh, it might be my end. You're just frozen. Oh, okay. My end. Yeah, seems okay over here. All right. We'll just talk through it. Yeah, for sure. So when it comes to like hunting, man, like I, I try to I try to make it something that that people can recognize too for for its multitude of benefits. For one, it's something people have been doing forever. For two, getting back to nature is probably the best thing for you to shut your phone off, sit there and just kind of be one with, you know, the thing that you were originally in the fucking world with before this little black box consumed your every, you know, spare minute. Um, and you also get to learn how to harvest an animal and you get to learn, OK, what is this animal eating? OK, well, what it's eating, is there a possibility that I could eat that? Could I grow that now? Could I grow that to get this animal to come here every year? Can I replicate this consistently? You're teaching yourself a skill that regardless where the world goes, you are going to take with you forever. It's like fishing. Fishing is it's the most simple thing people can teach themselves. A rod will cost you. You can find free rods on. We have something oh, called yeah. Kijiji here. I don't know if you guys have it there or a Facebook marketplace or dude, just get someone who's just getting rid of a rod. Go to the dollar store and buy some shitty fishing line and a couple hooks and just go throw them out into the water. And by that, when you catch your first fish, you're going to get this, this insane rush inside of you. The moment that the fish is on. Yeah. And people think, oh, well, this was fun. I'm like, well, that's that's actually not what it was. Like, sure, you may have found it fun, but that is a response, an ancestral response inside mm -hmm. of you that says, I am going to eat today. I am able to feed my tribe today. It is yeah. it is something inside of you that these are feelings that I just I'm always trying to get people to go back because I was asked actually on a I think it was called Ask the Nurses podcast when the whole pandemic first happened. 
And I was asked a question on kind of where I see the world going. And what I said was, we're going to have to go backwards before we can ever step forward. Yeah. And we have to. It was only like 20 years ago, all my aunts, every one of them had a massive pantry full of sauces, full of everything that we have made. We'd all get together as a family, make fucking 2,000 yeah. jars well, of sauce. I remember with my grandma too, yeah. Right, and it wasn't like, you weren't like, now we're called preppers. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because I have <laughs> six months of food. I'm like this crazy prepper. Like, well, yeah. no, man, I just like to eat shit that's organic. I mean, when I look at a box, like me and my wife actually just went to Bulk Barn and we saw a cereal that only has five ingredients. We were like, holy shit. Like, I'll buy the whole stock because it's like, you know, my kids enjoy cereal. They're children. Of course yeah, they oh enjoy yeah. cereal. But if you can get the thing that even has one less ingredient than your last one and then another less like... This is what you're saying to people and, and and our overarching message here is start slow. It's like when I drink these, everyone thinks I'm drinking beer or pop. It's like, no, nah, man, it's sparkling water because for one, I don't want all the shit that pop has in it. Right. Yeah. But I do like the crisp of the fizz in it. And I'm like, well, how can I do that without chemicals? Oh, sparkling water. Right. Like there's a simple yeah. step you can make betters your health. And it's a lot cheaper than fucking pop is. So it's, it's one of those things where right? we just need to look. Simplicity. Just, just simplicity. And and what I, I wanted to touch on something really quick when you, when the, sure, the simple sure. swaps, right? The simple swaps. So for an example, somebody watching this, right? Did you know the average dad spends 37 minutes a day with his children? Fuck. That, that hurts me. That just popped into my head. I was reading about it yesterday. Um, 37 minutes with with school and work and extracurriculars and sport like all of those things 37 minutes a day on average that's fucking pathetic um but we've become the society where like oh i'm gonna sit down and watch tv right that's your relaxing time that's what we've been trained as relaxing right fucking pick your kid up and go fishing mm. why do we need this nasty shit to stimulate our brains right in, in what why not go learn something like fishing and then pass it mm. on to your child and also stock your fridge, right? Like we just have to help people see this because we are so far from reality. It's ridiculous. So if somebody were to approach you right now and say, look, Meg, um, I'm completely new, completely fresh. I heard, I heard you on the seven show and I just want to ask you, uh, where, where do I start? What would you give them as a starting point for this? Well, I would need to know what aspect of their life they want to start in. Mm. Do you want to start with food? Do you want to start with things that are in your house? I mean, of course, I'm going to tell them about the wellness box. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to say, what are you going to the store for? Mm. Right? Oh, I have to get dinner. I have to get broccoli. I have to get this. I have to get that. Uh, if it's in season, I'm going to say, do you have any local farm stands? I have a farm stand down the street. It's like 10 cents an ear of corn. You go to the dollar and it's like, or you go to the store and it's like a dollar 25 an ear of corn. Support your local people. And everybody likes to say, we don't have them. You have them. Mm -hmm. You have them. You probably drive by a fresh far farm, fresh eggs for sale every single morning. And you just haven't realized it. Yeah. Um. So what can you source locally? You know, sometimes local shit is too expensive for the average person. I get it. Right. Sure, a local yeah. beef here is ridiculous. No, ridiculous. I'm like, I'm not, I mean, I, I am not struggling right now and I am not paying that price for meat. I'm sorry. I won't do it. Mm. Um, 
but it's start with your next step. What is your next step? Well, I have to go grab lunch. I was going to stop at McDonald's. Why don't you go to the local store down the road and get a sandwich? It's going to be the same price. It's going to fill you better. And it's not going to have as nasty shit in it. Sure. Um, it's what can I do next? Right. Convenience is a big thing for people. I like to eat McDonald's on lunch. Right. And you don't, you don't, and your body doesn't like it either, but some people have a hard time with that kind of stuff. So that's, that's something I struggle with. That's why we order out a lot. Um, is because like four kids running around the house, buck wild every single day. I'm like, I don't want to go make freezer food. Like I don't want to make a bunch of stuff and put it in the freezer today. I'm just ordering out. Um, and we all have our downfalls. That is mine. Food is mine. Sure, you know, we, yeah. we eat like basically organic, lots of local stuff, but like four times a week, I'm like, I don't want to cook. I don't want to cook dinner. Uh, but we have a lot of great little tiny restaurants near us. Um, so it's just going to be, where do you want to start next? Oh, my child has a doctor's appointment next week. I'm going to say, right. I want you to pull up what that, what's at that wellness visit and start there. There's a big excipients list for vaccines, right? Start with the ones your child is receiving next. Go look at those ingredients. If they make you go, hmm, you go to the doctors and you say, I'm not ready for this. I have to do more research on it. And you go get your answers. Mm. Um, and it's it's all going to be dependent on, on what their next move is, right? For if somebody was just like, give me, where would you start right now? I'd be like, okay, not non-fluoride free toothpaste, right? No bleach in the house. Uh, go get a laundry detergent that is plant-based preferably. You may have to try a few because they, a lot of them don't work. Um, where are you getting your food? And, you know, look up GMO foods. What foods can be GMO that are on the store shelves? Uh, there's a big debate on that, right? People say there's no proof in anything. Anyway, just look them up. Because um, a lot of products, well, yes, they can have X, Y, and Z on them. If they're not GMO, start there. Start with GMO-free. Then move over to pesticide-free, organic, shop local if you can. Um, you know, get rid of toxins in your home like candles, right? Fucking Bed Bath & Beyond bullshit. Um, yeah. Ammonia, bleach, all the nat Windex. I don't know if you know or not. Um there's a 20 year lung study where they followed women around for 20 years and they determined that cleaning with conventional cleaners like Windex bleach, um, all purpose cleaners, that kind of stuff was the equivalent to smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. So my question is, imagine what you're doing to your children. Do you let your children mm. clean? What are you letting them clean with? Right. They're mm. still in that space. They're still in the bathtub that you just cleaned with bleach. Like get, start small, start with the everyday things. And then we move on. You need an antibiotic for an earache? Okay, let's go look into what we have to do for our gut. You need mm. to be taking probiotics as you're taking, uh, like two hours before or after taking antibiotics. You're going to so. want to do it because it's going to destroy your gut microbiome. Mm -hmm. Like, And you're going to learn all these things. Join some Facebook groups, right? Uh, go talk to your local herbalist. Um, there's so many different things that just, ju you just got to pick one, just pick mm. one. It's like master one before trying to do anything else. It's like, I teach my people on social media, right? They want to do TikTok and they want to do Instagram and they want to do Facebook. I'm like, yeah, just pick one, pick one. Mm. When you master that, then go to another one. Mm. And it makes a lot of sense too. And, and I'd like to kind of you know, tie another aspect in. Um, and that's when you said that the average father, for instance, spends like 37 minutes or whatever a day with their kids. 
as you're doing these things, you can start to make it a family affair. Like when you're, um, you know, creating a new cleaner, you're going to be putting, you know, a little bit of water, a little bit of vinegar and some lemon into a mason jar. That's something you can all do together, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and like when it comes to cleaners, I don't think people understand exactly how fucking bad cleaners are. I mean, how many, how many more veterinarians are going to have to come out and say, Hey guys, uh, just after you clean, you notice your dog licks his paws and then pukes for a week. Uh, it's because he's ingesting what you just sprayed on your floor. Now that's on your socks, right? Your kids touch their feet, put their fingers in their mouth. And then we're like, fuck my kids sick eight times a year. And it's like, well, yeah. Cause the toxic load, that is, you know, they're just being inundated at every angle. Simple things. Hey, nighttime, go buy yourself a little. I don't know where it is here, but I tell people all the time about these. And it's a little uh, a little timer that you can buy for just a couple of dollars. And you just plug your router, your, your Wi-Fi router, your modem into yep. this little timer. It. Right. And then from like, say, 11 o'clock till 6 o'clock, you don't even need to think about it. You set yep. it one time for life and it's automatically shuts off for you That's little awesome. things take your back phone on in the morning yeah yeah exactly like when you go to sleep at nighttime just simply scroll down put your phone on airplane these little tiny minute things and then all of a sudden you realize that your life is completely anew and you walk around like holy shit 98 of this grocery store i don't need to walk down not a single fucking aisle right this this little corner over here is yeah. all i need this produce section right like it's it really is amazing when you start to pick things up like i i see people's carts sometimes and it's like delicio pizzas cans of coke uh you know just cases of pop uh and there's not a single vegetable there's all the meat they're getting is all i just, love when people are like oh i can't afford organic and i'm like <laughs> okay all right yeah okay yeah, because when you go they in, they choose to consume. People don't understand that when they're consuming things like chips, like yeah, you feel full, but guess what? Your body goes through it so fast because it's all shit it doesn't want. You're hungry again. When you absolutely. actually eat food, and here's another thing that I didn't actually recognize till I started weight training is that our bodies are like made to feel hungry all the time. Yes, correct. And we, as a society, just have the impulse to feed it and feed it and feed it and feed it. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's hard with kids, right? It's much easier. Here's a carrot. Let's make some carrot juice. Here's an apple. Let's make some apple juice. And you can, you know, you know what you're giving them. They can make it. That's another thing. Juicing. Go buy a juicer. Next, I'm going to say this. When you get your tax returns, right? Go invest mm. in a $300 juicer. Because if you can't afford one right now, I totally understand. Um, carrot juice, right? I was just making it with my kids the other day. It is so nutritious for you. It can promote weight loss. It helps your eyes. There, there's so many wonders to it. People are like, my kids won't eat that. Your kids will love it. It is like a sugary drink from heaven. Mm. And guess what? You don't have to feed them the, the juice you bought from the store with 10 kinds of preservatives and 20 cups of sugar in it because it's naturally sweet. Mm. Yeah. And when you start getting used to naturally sweet, something as simple as a strawberry tastes like you're eating a fucking popsicle. It's insane. And it really is, man. Like I noticed too, you know, with, uh, with my son, um, 
he has what they would call ADHD and I call it just being a little boy. Yeah. Um, you know, just th- is exactly how I was very rambunctious, very curious, can't stop talking, always asking questions, can't sit still, constantly fidgeting, constantly moving. And I was me. like, you know what? That's me, but there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just like, right. like I just want to do things. Our bodies right. are meant to move. And I notice the more I'm stagnant, the more I sit still, the more fidgety I get. So I'm like, I just, I need to go move my body. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My son's the same way. It's not mm-hmm. people, kids. I just, I remixed a reel the other day with what is his name? Nick Rejas. Is that his name? Uh, no, I know what you're talking really about. a good point about, about how, you know, our, our children are being over medicated. And I mean, we all, we all know this, but like little boys aren't meant to sit still. They're no. not. They're no. not meant to. And if you, Another thing is, you know, you can, you compare classrooms today. So let's say seven-year-old boy is what, second grade? Um, Seven-year-old boy today to a seven-year-old boy in the 70s, right? They were fucking always on the go in the 70s. They were outside every, you know, 30 minutes running around doing this, doing that. They were always being motivated, stimulated. And today kids are told they're bad because they don't want to sit still. We're literally not meant to sit still. Mm-hmm. Parents just go along with it because they're like, well, I have to sit still in my office all day. No, you're not meant to sit still. You're not. Mm-hmm. We're not meant to be stones behind a desk and neither are our, mm-hmm. our children. And so in turn, parents are like, okay, I'm going to give him fucking meth as medicine. Like what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's a giant problem, but it ties back into, um, you know, a little bit of everything's kind of intertwined to be honest, but yeah. there's, there's certain things like what you said with like, Oh, we're supposed to be a little bit hungry. And it's like, yeah, but society tells you consume, 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 satiate that hunger, satiate it, satiate it. You shouldn't have to be hungry. You know, that's, that's like a poor person problem. Like you don't want to, they, they've put it into your head that you're not supposed to be that. And I've been in the health and fitness industry for many, many years, yeah. this is something that I do. Like, you want to talk fitness, but we go on for fucking days talking fitness. But the reason being is like, well, you don't say you're more productive when you're hungry. Like, if I have a big day ahead of me, I will fast for most of that day. I want to feel hungry. I want to feel like I need something. Like, I need to get this done at the highest Back level. The primitive brain, right? right? Like, when someone's hungry, they have to go find food. Bingo. They have to be productive, right? You're 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 stuffing your face and you're fat and you're stagnant and like nothing happens. Yeah. You, you you're complacent and you sit behind a desk all day. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what happens. Is you, you want to have that hunger and it's okay. Like your body's using its resources. It's like, oh well, I want to lose weight. I'm like, do you? Okay, well I'll tell you what. Just you don't need six meals a day. I guarantee you, you can do it in. If you really wanted to, you could do it in one, but. Mm-hmm. Dude, just just space it out. Just say, look, from this time to this time, I'm not going to eat and let yourself be hungry because it only feels bad at first. And a lot of times you're not even hungry. You need some fucking water. Yeah. Right. I would say over 90 percent of the time people feel hungry. Take a drink. You feel way better. Right. It's there's these again, the, the little things that you can do. But by always satiating that hunger, always consuming is like your body is never worried about output because it's doing too many things. It's trying to digest. It's trying to focus. It's trying to we're not we're just not designed like that, man. 
right? Like you, you need to move. And when they say little boys are like, oh, well, they, they have ADHD. Of course you would want to put something like there's, I let my son be just that bro. Go fucking nuts, man. Like burn that shit off. Oh, they, like if I notice he's sitting there on the couch and he's constantly moving, moving. It's one of those things where it's like, dude, go hit the bag, right? Go, go out back, go run in circles, go play with the dogs, go do something, yeah. right? Go burn it off. Right. But I've noticed even so like with him now, you know, he's six. So, you know, he likes his little certain people on YouTube that play like the little Minecraft that he likes. And, you know, he'll watch that. And it's like I need to turn around sometimes and come out like, yo, I haven't heard him say anything in an hour. Like, that's (laughs) dangerous. Like, what's he up to? And then he's just sitting there just zombified, inundated in the screen. I'm like, ah, this is becoming a fucking problem because the way for you to. Yeah, the, the the way for you to combat that though is to, you know, like, dude, allow them, give them the space to be little boys. I remember when he was in, uh, he was going to a preschool, and him and another little boy had picked up sticks and they were pretending to sword fight and having a good time. And the teacher actually had the the nerve to call us and say, "Oh, I'm noticing these violent tendencies." And I all I could do was laugh. Like for one, you're a fucking pussy, and yeah. for two, dude, like. It's a little boy and and it's kind of like, well, this doesn't worry you. I'm like, no, it tells me that he's perfectly healthy. This is what you're supposed to do. Dude, I haven't grabbed anything that resembles a dick and not pretended it was. This is just what guys do. We're dumb. (laughs) We're idiots. You know what I mean? We just we're bred like this. I will laugh at a fart till I'm 90. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's just (laughs) it's it's boys. It's what we do, you know? So I, I don't know, man. I just think that everybody wants to calm everybody down. Like we're supposed to be this docile little sit at your desk. Good boy. Well, right. If you haven't seen what's happening to men in today's day and age. I think mm. it's proof that that shit doesn't work. And what's that like, actually? I, I, I'd like you to answer that as we're kind of like wrapping this up is what do you see with men from the woman's perspective? Well, I mean, there's, there's men that I view as normal, right? My husband, um, we live, we live kind of in the country, so there's not much of that soy boy tendency around here. Um, but just with, with what's happening, and I think you just covered a lot of it is, is the over-medicating of kids and the telling Mm. them they can't be boys. Um, and all of this stuff is just, it's, it's, it's a form of indoctrination. Uh, we're brainwashing these children into thinking they can't be them normal, their normal selves. Mm. Um, and so they change and they seek attention. Children will always seek attention, whether it is good or bad. And so we have this, this fucking gender bullshit happening everywhere. Mm. And if you look at it and you're a little boy in today's day and age, you're basically bad. Everything about you is bad because you can't play swords and you can't run around with your friends and you can't sit at a desk. So you're bad, you're bad, you're bad. So, okay, well, if I'm being bad and I'm getting negative attention, I might as well. Well, okay, they say that, you know, men can be women and women can be men. I'm going to try to get attention that way. Mm. I'm going to, or even the, the psychological perspective of we're just fucking these kids up so bad that they actually are thinking these things they're thinking these things because little girls get treated better Mm. because little girls can sit behind a desk and little girls get praised while little boys get told they're bad because they want to play swords 
or mom at home is so fucked up that she wanted a daughter instead of a son so she is pushing that on her child and the school's going along with it and you can't go against it because if you do your phobic something or other it is a psychological issue of mass proportions it is not little boys just thinking they're little girls out of nowhere and it's just, it's like the same concept as hate is taught right you're not born hating you're taught to hate, whether it's from your parents or your teachers or the government or the news or the cartoons or whatever it is, you're taught it. Man, that's a, that's a fucking deep way to say that too, man. Like the psychological war that has been waged on not only our children, but the the parents of today and how they teach those children. Because you're absolutely right, man. Like when it comes to, you know, racism, I posted something like that like three years ago where I posted a, a video of a, of a little black boy and a little white boy. And they're both sitting there and they're just like yeah, having a good time, people. right? Just having a good time. And I had put, you know, racism is is it's it's taught. It's not something that we're born with, bro. Like and dude, I got it was crazy. The amount of. <laughs> Yeah, and it was why, and I'm never one to care. I I could give a yeah. shit. Like it's online. Like oh, Instagram doesn't like me. Boo fucking new. It's not a real place. Um, so it's it's just one of those things that makes you really truly see. You know, this goes back into our discussion earlier. Just how divisive everything almost needs to be. And what you just said about the attention is like maybe that's what it is. Maybe even just trying to get some sort of a rise out of somebody, even if what you're saying is completely and utterly fucking ridiculous, is better than no rise at all. Because maybe people's significance in their own lives is just so non-existent that any sort of attention at all. You brought up such a good fucking powerful point there, and uh, maybe we can address that in the future content-wise, because I think that's... Fuck, that's a that's a powerful statement it really is we do uh my son is the same way right he is like he's got two sisters and he's got a 17 year old brother so he's kind of the outlier he's the the, the seven year old he's got a five-year-old sister and eight-year-old sister sure. and he is just buck wild all the time all mm. the time and we noticed as parents that we were like we're telling him he's bad too much mm. it happens to all of us Will you stop doing that? Stop. You're being annoying. Stop making that sound. And then I'm like, I literally haven't told him he's done anything good today. And he's done this. Mm. He's done that. And I'm like, where am I going? And I, you know, like when we talk, when I talk about these things that are like significant topics, uh, sometimes I go in a negative place and I'm like, okay, it's time to snap back out of this shit. Um, because now I'm seeing it in my own life. Right. And just what I had just said, that these these children are, are feeling some type of way and they're being conditioned to feel some type of way. And I'm like, we're not going to have that here. I'm like, let's go go surf down the slide. Yes. And I'm rooting for him. And I'm you know, I have to make a conscious decision to change that shit, even though in my heart, I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to fall off the fucking slide. Like he's trying to surf <laughs> down the slide with it wet. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's a boy. And we're going to do it. If you, if you break something, you break something. It's a learning experience. Like you got to live through trying. Um but it's, it's something we all suffer with and we just, we collectively, we just got to do better. I absolutely agree. And uh, so in, in closing this thing, um, there's a question that I ask every single guest and it's like a tradition on the pod. Um, so obviously I'm going to ask you as well. And that's, if you could pick three things right now to tell the world that would change it, what would those three things be? 
So well, my first one is question everything. Doesn't mm. matter what it is, always question it. The second one is you can only control what you can control. So you have to start with yourself. And the third one is your vibration affects everybody around you. So keep yourself in check. Thank you guys for tuning into my podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Real7Show. If you guys would like the video versions of the podcast, you can follow me on Rumble at The7Show or on Rockfin at Real7Show. Be sure when listening to leave a five-star rating and review on the platform that you are listening on. Also, make sure to share this podcast with your friends and family. It helps the podcast grow more than you guys know. And until next time, this is The Real7Show.